Listener Production. Today, this podcast is being recorded on Gadigal land. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this country and elders past, present. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. Hey everyone, this is the last episode of the year that's going to be like a freshie. We've got some iconic episodes coming up. We've got some surprises. Producer Lem has been working on it. Also Oscar as well. A digital icon Oscar. Um, we're so excited to have some time off. It's holiday time, babe. Like, let me have a break because tomorrow true. I'm going away. Tomorrow I'm going away to the reef. I know I'm for the first time before it um, dies from climate change. I am just, I'm just so excited to get Walter to mum's house to then dump the kid off and then go away on my little holiday. <laughs> hey, just because it's short doesn't mean that it's not going to be good. You That's know? true. That's the That's thing, true. you know, <laughs> just because it's short doesn't mean that's so true. Um, so, but we have an update. Lem, explain your update. You just sent me a photo of a, di- a medical diagram and I was like, accident or funny story? And it was the latter. So what's happened? Yes. So... Basically, if you go back to listen to uh, the Sugar Daddy Nightmare Fuel, there was a couple of, I think they're partners, two girls who were together mm-hmm. and they had this sugar daddy that they were sleeping with and he had his, basically his ass towards them and they were like dying from a smell. And mm-hmm. this nurse listened to the episode and <laughs> emailed us saying that she thinks it is something called an anal fistula. Which it seemed, I'm going to Google, okay, so you sent me a diagram, I'm going to Google anal fistula real photo. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically an an anal abscess that develops on the side of the anal canal and then develops its own external opening. Sorry, hot tip, do not Google real photo. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't actually... Walter's looking at me like, what the hell? <laughs> Walter's like, mummy, you're vomiting. <laughs> oh, my God. So yeah. it, like, oh, creates, my God. Sorry. It, it, like, it creates another opening on the bum cheek or just like by the side of the... The side of the of the bum anus. cheek, basically. And that's where the abscess oh. starts coming out on a hole, in a like through a hole that's different from the main hole. So it can be, it's gaping and it's smelly, I presume, because it's going to yes. the main hole. It's going, it, it's yeah, it's a little side street. <laughs> so even though it's we gaping. did get, we did have the girls who were part of the sexual experience tell us that it was his asshole, but the nurse is very much convinced that it is yes. the anal fistula because nothing could smell that bad based on oh. her experiences. <laughs> I'm just oh looking my at the, God. the graphic. It's not even a real photo and that's, that's a lot to watch. So it wasn't pig hole. <laughs> oh my god no. and if you don't know what we're talking about go go back and listen to what was it two weeks ago you'll put yeah, maybe a link in show notes maybe god so oh well that was a beautiful start to the episode <laughs> um oh my god there's been so much that's happened i feel like well first and foremost i have another announcement next week that actually you two <gasps> don't even know about so announcement era yet again i had a few things to talk about the first one oh my god i was thinking about it when i was driving up here I was talking last night, my my friends and I were at my house recently and this is just the one for like, maybe for, I don't know, I just like, it's just like a thought thing I want to speak about out loud because I feel like I don't know what to do with the information. So a few of my friends were um, playing Esther Perel's new new game, uh, Where Should Begin. Mm -hmm. Love it. It was so fun, by the way. (laughs) And then we're having like DNMs about being parents. 
And I just was thinking about, because I, th- I feel like I've been kind of like gaslighting myself into thinking that I don't want to have kids because of climate. Like, well, well no, okay. It is because of climate change, but because of the situation that, that we're in, I feel like I've told myself that I don't want kids anyway. I'm just going to be brutally honest here. Okay, if in 40 years, I hope it's that long, if in 40 years the world's like, sorry, inhabitable, no food, only dirt and frozen meals from 1991 left that someone stocked in their basement, only cans of corn left. Um, If there's only that going on, I'm thinking, because obviously with Walter, I give him my entire life, like I'm obsessed with him. I'm concerned about, well, it would be a good parenting thing, but selfishly I would give the kid all my food and then I just die. And it's like, why did I bring this kid in? And then also I don't have to carry a kid. Then what if I, what if I have an infant baby and I have to carry the kid to run from something? Tired. So I'm just thinking like, well, that's my thought process. I go, oh, my God, I know that I would be, I know that I'd be such like, I'd be like an, an overly like attentive parent. And then when the apocalypse happens, I'd feel so guilty and so bad and I'd have to take care of it. And it's like, I just want to like, if the, I was thinking what I want to do when the apocalypse happens or like when like we finally get to a point where like, okay, give up now. Like, let's just, it's a free for all. Like, let's just see what happens. No more society. We're just going to live on the land. I'm going to try and grow some basil or something. I'm just thinking about like what I'm going to do. I think potatoes. You'd want to go with potatoes, to be honest. Potatoes. You can do so many things with potatoes. I know. Okay, potatoes. And then maybe some herbs and maybe I'll have some chooks, right? (laughs) So I've got all that going. And I was thinking, like, what do I actually want to actually? Because, like, if I found out the world was ending in, like, three days, obviously my climate anxiety is not good. I, we actually have a rule on the radio show that I can't speak about anything to do with climate change because I will have, I will, I'll have a full-on panic attack. Fair enough. So, um, Makes yeah, sense. So, yeah, like, r- really bad. So, um, and also we all know what's happening, okay? We all know. I, me telling everyone is going to remind. Everyone knows. Like, uh, me, me, <laughs> honestly, I've got solar paddles in my house. And I thought, oh, how good. Then I thought, pointless. Who cares? <laughs> I know we Who are cares? getting to that stage because they're not doing anything about it. Not doing anything. Um, I was thinking, what do I want to do when the world is ending? <laughs> I think all I want to do is fuck this one person in particular <laughs> that I've been fucking all weekend. Oh, I finally had sex on my period. Oh, oh. that's a big yeah, deal. I've like 15 times in like 48 hours. 15 times. Oh. Holy shit. She came to us, Oscar, like last week. So dry. Yeah. Look at this now. It's bloody, not dry. I know, it's so beautiful. I'm ovulating, so I don't have my period. It's so good. So anyway, I was thinking, I think all I want to do is fuck that person. And then I was thinking, well, if I have a kid, my priorities are going to change. Like, oh, I'm making sure I hug the kid. And it's like, oh, like, I'll feed the kid, make sure the kid's okay. Like, I know that it's not like that the kid, well, the kid isn't real, so I can be mean to it. I don't really care. I don't want to be, I don't want to be caring for the kid. You know what I mean? I want to be having sex with someone that makes me come 15 times in 48 hours. You know what I mean? That is true. I do have like a very cheesy comeback here because people talk about kids with the perspective that I'm not getting anything out of it. But it's hard to predict what you're getting out of it until they're there. So once you actually have a kid, you'll be like, oh, my God, you're making this experience so much better now. We can eat potatoes together. And, like, (laughs) you have this beautiful bond and you, yeah. But to be honest, it is fucking creepy because I talk to the kids about this and they're freaking out about climate change. But how do you talk to a kid about it? We we just have to tell them humans are resilient. (laughs) We can live in basements. 
Honestly. But I know that this is the thing. I know that I would love the kid too much. This is my worry. It isn't that I'm going to be like, mm. fuck you and go. It's that I know that I will leave everything else for the I mean, the way I am with Walter is actually not normal. <laughs> like, he had a tick and I was sobbing last night going, I love you. And then he went near an echidna this morning. And I was screaming, like, screaming. Oh, he's a naughty boy, though. He's a naughty boy. Like, I was like, well, if he eats the echidna, he dies. And the echidna, and we've killed beautiful wildlife. For, for, and Walter's dead as well. And I go, who do I call the wildlife, Corumban Wildlife Sanctuary? Or do I call the vet? Anyway. So, the vet, obviously, the, first, the vet, I think. Vet, yeah. I, well, I know the, the echidnas are quite important. I don't know. I love echidna. We love wildlife. So, but yeah, I, I'm like, I know that I would be obsessed with it. And then I think, oh, I just, I just don't want to have to be. And then I'd feel guilty. Like imagine even with like people in their late teens now are like, fuck my parents. Why did they have kids when the climate crisis was about to happen? But we didn't really mm. know 20 years ago. No. But like we knew, I mean, people knew, but no one was listening. Yeah. Um, now I'm like, well, will my kid not be like, why did you make me have my life? And then what if. Like, I know, I'm just like, my, my kids are going to have an awful, awful time. And then if it works out that something happens and we fix it, question mark, and we fix it, I don't know. I can probably just, like, be a cool auntie. Yeah. <laughs> but I really, but I do want kids. Because someone that I asked me if I wanted kids and I was like, like, they directly asked me and they were talking about it, And I was like, I just, I, my answer is yes, but now I, I just don't think that I'm allowed to even think about it. It's like I'm not even allowed to even consider it, so I'm not going to bother. I'm not going to even allow myself to think that I want kids because I'll never. Ha- I'm never going to have them because I'm never going to feel so guilty. What about, about adoption? Adoption is like still, there's going to be so many kids out there that don't have parents, and I don't but know. it's still something. To, but it's the same issue. Yeah, it is the same issue. Yeah, it's the same issue of like I'll be obsessed with it and take care of it and be like, love you, and then apocalypse <laughs> happens and I go have my corn and it's like I want I want, like. <laughs> Like I want to, I want to, I just want to, I think I just, I just want to be like selfish and single I know, forever. I know, like, you I know. You need wanna, the corn cob. I need the corn. Well, it's canned, but you know, it's not going to be on a cob. <laughs> I like, thought you were can- growing it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, it's, it's canned. It's, it's canned. Actually, you, okay. and you know what? I've actually become a bit of a prepper. Oh my God. Oh. I do admit this. What do you mean? I've started to store canned food. Really? I'm actually, I'm, I actually think I need to like talk about it with a the therapist. I'm actually like, it's getting a bit much now. Like we've already banned climate as a topic from the radio show because on the radio show, it has to be a five minute seg and then two songs. And then it's like wacky, chattagore, you know? And it's like, I'm sitting there going, oh my God, the world's going to end. And no one's listening to us and Gina Reinhardt's at a Trump convention, you know? And oh my God, it's fucked. And then it you is fly, fucked. And it whenever, is fucked. Whenever I fly, whenever I fly. I look at all the quarries and I go, we've ruined that bit of land. And I go, oh, my God. It's fucked. So it is fucked. So when you go to the supermarket, are you, are you getting extra cans? And what are the yeah. cans of? Like, is it just corn. like... Just <laughs> corn. Just corn. So you've just got a whole patch of corn. It's only cans. Oh, sometimes pears. That's it's so random. That's so random. pears and juice. Um, but, yeah, I'm just, I just... And it's not that I'm going, I better get ready. It's going, good to have a spare. <laughs> in case something happens, in case something happens, yeah. or in case you know, I have a house in a region that floods. In case a flood happens, I don't yeah, know. Possibly. I don't know. I'm surprised it's not toilet paper. <laughs> That's the first nah, thing people look, try I'm to. I'm actually speaking of toilet paper. I'm renovating my house. I'm thinking of um, stepping into the modern world or getting a bidet. Yeah, yes. Look, yes. Western world is so behind in that. I agree. As a as an um, Eastern woman who's always flushed her butt after pooing. I totally agree that this yeah. is very so hygienic happens, and beautiful. You, you're like you sit on it and then it just sprays water into your anus and that's it? Yes, and you can also use it to masturbate. 
Oh, really? That's yeah, good. the gun That's one, beautiful. definitely. Very high pressure water there. Okay. Maybe right. you'd want to do it. it next to the bar. Yeah. Anyway, I just think it's sad. <laughs> I think it's sad that my friends and I are like, we can't, we actually can't even think about having kids because if I had a kid, I would just feel so, like I, my friend had a baby recently and it's the cutest thing. And I'm like, oh my god, I, I'm st- I'm already stressed about what the world's gonna look like when that kid's my age. Like I'm concerned for it. It's so cute, but I'm like, oh my god, it's stressful to me. And then whenever I hang out with kids, I get really sad because I'm like, oh, you're not gonna survive past forty. <laughs> I just am fearful, girl. I just I'm like maybe my. Then I think is my anxiety. Is my anxiety controlling me way too much about my kid? And should I just make the kid cop it and be like, well, you know, I didn't know for sure. There's no certainty. So that's why it's hard to make the decision, right? Like you don't know for Mm. sure whether they're going to live till 40 or not. So you can't make your decision based on an assumption that's not entirely like rooted in certainty. So that's why it's hard to make that decision. I say life is too short. It's It's a beautiful thing to love a new being but also if you don't want to have it as well i respect that too but it does bring a very different life perspective that it's not just about you and it's about the other person and i think it does really i don't know i'm for you having kids we'll see in 10 years what bezos is doing and if he's tried to fix anything or if he just (laughs) tried to fuck all of us consistently Yeah, it's interesting. I was listening to a podcast uh, called The Long Time Academy, which is actually really good if you do have climate anxiety to listen to. And it's this woman who had such bad climate anxiety that she needed to start thinking about long term. And it was called the long term for that reason to like start thinking in stretches of time like what's happening in the future and what's happening in the past and you start realizing that our short-term thinking is kind of jailing us in a way because all we're doing is thinking about tomorrow or next week but we're not really thinking about like what happened to our ancestors and what happened what's going to happen to the people way too no 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 no. i think about it way too much the past you mean every no that's my other issue is i oh my god it actually plagues me. I every no. Okay, this is Sorry. this is so weird. Okay, but I don't know if I told you guys this. This is like a weird. I've Do you have an anal fistula? <laughs> Sorry. Imagine. <laughs> no, I, I mean, Oh my god, I was a sugar daddy. Um, no, I. I every time I meet someone, I think about what they'd be like in like three different time periods, and then I think about the really? fact that if they were in that time period, they'd be dead. And we'd all be so dead now. Like, but yeah, like everyone that I mean, I think like, usually 1700s. I just like remember. Mitch Cheery, when I met him, I thought you'd be a town crier. <laughs> <laughs> what would I be? What would I be? What would Oscar be? That's so interesting. No, I think Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, go easy. I've got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but you have like. <laughs> what? Say it. I know you have. You, you like. I feel like you'd be like. You'd be like an. You'd be like a shoe shiner, but you'd be like. You'd be like upper class, oh. and you charge, and you'd be like the. You'd be like the expertise. You'd be like, like the like the. You'd be like twirling a cane around your finger and walking around, and everyone goes, "There he goes, Mister Shine, Mister Shine." And I've got a monocle on as well. Yeah, and you're like really fancy, but you're a sh- but you it, and it's like you do like a specialized shoe shining, but maybe that's maybe that's code for something else. Do you know what Who it knows? is? It's, it's because I remember ages ago you gave me shit for wearing a boat shoe. That's where it's coming from. Oh, my God. I know if this is, like, fucked up, but I know that I would be a wench and I feel like you'd be a wench as well. What's wench now? I don't I, 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 I would for sure be a pirate wench on a ship. On a ship. 
Like we'd be like, oh, we'd, be, okay, we'd be wearing right. matching white blouses and black corsets and boots and I'd have one eye and you'd have like a shaved head for some reason and you'd be like fucking everyone on the and boat. And I'd have like a cleavage, like big cleavage. You yeah, know? you'd be, yeah. maybe it's tits. But yeah. I, and it'd be like, Lemon, I'd be two best friends and she'd keep me level-headed on the boat while I was trying to like, I was trying to go overboard because I got scurvy. That's how my brain thinks, Lem. So when you're saying don't think, oh think in the past more, yeah. I'm already there every day. I'm thinking past, past, past. And then, I, and then when I watch historical stuff, when I watch historical stuff, I get panicked. I, I watch it. I'm obsessed. All the only movies I watch is a part of historical movies. And then I watch. I finish and I go. I'm panicking. That's why I can't watch movies because I finish the movie and I think about the future or the past and I just go into a spiral about what their lives would be. Everyone, everyone that I met, I think you're gonna die. Everyone that I meet. <laughs> Hang on, I thought you like I thought you graduated from therapy. <laughs> I need to go back. I've had too much time off. I've had three days off, and I'm just like four days off actually. And I'm like, it's I'm, you know what it is? I've gone for an eight hour drive recently as well. Yeah, so yeah, I'm that's not true. well. So Young Gravy, do you know who Young Gravy is, Lem? Well, I found out from what you sent to me who Young Gravy okay. is. Okay. And Oscar, do you know who Young Gravy is? No. He's a rapper. Yep. And he blew up on TikTok with that song, Betty. How does it go? <laughs> Damn gravy, you so vicious, oh, yes. you so clean, so, so delicious. delicious. How come you ain't got no missus? Count that paper, count them riches. So that was his, like, I love he blew that. up. He blew up with that um, and then uh, he had a few other songs like Say La V is really good. Anyway, so I got him on the radio show because I got drunk one day and I DM'd him saying, Gravy, I'm crushing. Come my radio show. Drunk. Pissed. 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 pissed, pissed. <laughs> Thinking he won't reply. And then um, he came on, right? He replied and he came on and he was, he was really lovely and he has, like, we've been messaging since. Like, we message like every couple of weeks or months. And when he was coming to Australia, he let me know that he's touring Australia. So oh, yeah. that was nice. And like nothing's like happened. We message literally sporadically. Like if I texted him now, he'd probably reply to me, but it's like not like we're phone calling and stuff. It's like, yeah, cool. Like I'll see you in February. So I'm like, yeah. we're, we're going on a date. Because on the radio show he said we should go on a date. So we're going to go on a date. And it's literally nothing nefarious, although open to it. But <laughs> so far, nothing. Yeah. So, um, I, and I was the first person to get him on Australian radio because I am a trailblazer. And I, no, because <laughs> I. Pioneer in the Australian music Pioneer industry. of what? having crushes. Yeah. No, because <laughs> I liked him and I got him on. I thought it'd be a good chat and he was a good chat. And then now he's doing all his press tour, his press stuff for his new album and his tour. So he was on Kyle and Jackie O the other morning. And um, my friend said, oh, did you hear Young Gravy spoke about you? It was really cute. And I was like, yeah, cool. So I listened to this thinking it would be Gravy, like just talking, like mentioning my name once and it being nothing else. Mm. But it was actually quite fucked and it really upset me. I don't know if I'm being like a bit over the top with this because obviously like I actually, I'm planning to see him when he's in, in Australia mm. and because I just think it's a bit, it's a bit crook. And also, obviously, I'm triggered from Bachelor stuff, from the slut shaming. So we'll listen to some of it. But basically, so Jackie O is really sick at the moment. So she has the rest of the year off. And Britt Hockley is filling in for Jackie O. So Britt was on, she has Life Uncut, and then she was on Bachelor, Honey Badger season. I mean, the way that they spoke to Young Gravy when he mentioned me was really fucked and really such Amy. Um, so I guess we'll listen to it. And how old are you, Britt? I'm 35. Oh, young Gravy. Yeah, is yeah, that young Gravy. Uh, what you okay. What's yeah. that age difference like for you? Is could that you, enough? Did you hit that? That's ideal. 
you know, I, I, I'm 26. I'm 26. I, I, I do feel a little guilty because I have a bit of a, you know, relationship beginning with Abby Chatfield, you know, oh, on the radio. Really? Oh, Jesus. Do you? Do you and everyone else. So I, I heard that and I was like, Carl says, would you hit that about Brit? Okay. Um, if Rowan ever said, would you hit that right. to someone I was interviewing, that is like offering me up on a silver platter anyway. I guess Brit, that's Brit's decision to make if she's okay with Carl saying that about her. But I would be, fuck, if we, I would get off air and go, are you fucking kidding? Yeah. Speaking about like Agreed. offering me up, like I'm yours to offer up, like I'm just a silly girl on the fucking radio. Right. Like I'm not also interviewing, I'm also being professionally. Anyway, so I guess, she, you know, she's asking about, so maybe they had a pre, they had a conversation about that. So I, it's not my place to say what's appropriate for Brit. But him straight away going, you and everyone else, Kyle. Famously, I didn't get a route for four months. So, I mean, I mean, first and fucking foremost, I wish everyone else would come on a fucking date. Who else do you know in the public eye that I've dated? I mean, I have. But who else do you know? Who else do you know? No one. Anyway, I have more to say on that, but let's continue. Line up, my friends. Line up. Line up. Line up. Yeah. Line up, line up. Yeah. Oh, oh well, Kyle, also, Kyle's, is, the tone of it is that it's a bad thing. Isn't that a good thing that everyone that I interview yeah. wants to date me? Yeah, not if everyone you're a woman. Everyone that I interview tries <laughs> to get into my DMs. Oh, wow, what an awful person I must be for being, sorry that everyone's press day starts with Kyle Sandlands and ends with Abby Chatfield. Sorry that they go, wow, <laughs> she's normal and nice and also really, really pretty. Uh, let me say, just a little, I think we got a date planned because she... I she have no doubt. <laughs> Again, Gravy's being so... So, like, I think we've got a date plan, right? He's very, like, no, like, he's kind of, and he can hear them talking about me. He's talking over them being, like, no, like, it's, like, we've got a date plan. Because I, I don't think, I mean, Young Gravy in this same clip speaks about sleeping with um, porn stars. And, like, he's had a sex tape um, leaked of him. And when that sex tape was leaked, he was just, like, guys, I saw it. Anyway, new music's out, right? So, like, he's very, like, because he's mm. young. I think he's not, like, traditional old media where it's, like, he's <gasps> an, like yeah. you know, he's he's, like, yeah, like, I mean, it's awful that his sex tape got leaked. It's fucking horrendous, right? Such a major privacy. But I think he's very, like, sex positive. Yeah. Mm, and yeah. he's a rapper. As mm. if he's going to be like, nah, I'm not. And also he's fucked porn stars. Mm. It's like, well, oh, nah. Wow. Abby's gone on a date with more than one person ever in her life and we've been DMing for, th- we've DMed probably a total of 25 messages. Wow. What a fucking bitch. And then Brit's saying, I have no doubt. Revolting. Mm-hmm. Really such shamey. Kyle's already saying fucked things. If you don't have the backbone to call Kyle out, I understand because he's just offered you up on a civil platter. I, that's how I'm thinking. I would be like, I feel uncomfortable already. I'm not going to call Kyle out on the Kyle and Jackie O show when I'm a fill-in. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but don't add to it. Yeah. Do not add to that and go, <laughs> no doubt, <laughs> It's like it's like the girls hanging around the boys' footy That's club totally and going, "Yeah, it. she's such a mm. slut." Uh, yeah, no, she is. She's because a guy's gone. I have a crush on her and gone. Well, she's a slut, so uh, I have no doubt she'll fuck you because she'll fuck anything. From I mean, Carl Sandlands. What more do we expect? But from from Brit, who is my peer, like both from the same show, both have radio and podcast. Like, like to sit to sit there and it's whatever. If you want to be silent, Carl's the one that's starting all this tone. But to go along with the tone. Because yeah. you have nothing more, you don't think you have nothing. Sorry, you have nothing, nothing funny to say. But like slut shaming them and saying, "I have no doubt you're going on a date with her." Yeah, yeah. he just said he was. Really? What do you mean? Oh wow, yeah, no doubt. Well, I got him on the show months ago, and we've been talking about it on my socials for months. It's like a thing, of course. None, neither of us are ashamed of it. We're speaking about it. What the hell? Also, it's a fucking date with a rapper. 
Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Anyway, continue. I've been a rude her than uh, Brittany, I think. Brittany, I don't know. Do you know Abby? Yeah, I know Abby. Oh, I mean, we, so, so then Carl goes, you're more likely to root her than Brittany. Yeah, because we've spoken. And also, Kyle, you don't, you have no idea about my sexual habits unless you listen to the podcast in which you actually would have an idea. I know that I'm not fucking anyone who I <laughs> did have recently, but that I'm actually not getting any sex. Yeah. So you're more likely to root her. Babe, I've been makeout city recently and it wouldn't matter if I was fucking half of the eastern suburbs, but I'm not. Like, it's the assumption that I am because I'm, what the like the I'm open on you're sexuality. Easy. I'm so, you're easier than Britney. Like that's probably the insinuation of of that kind yeah. of rhetoric, right? Like I oh, know, you I can am easy. get to her. <laughs> I am easy when I want to fuck someone. That's I am. True. Yeah, oh. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm giving consent. Oh, so you want to convince someone to fuck you? No one wants to convince someone to fuck them. That isn't fucking hot. If you're fucking someone and they've needed to convince you to fuck them, I mean, not good. Sorry that. I finally have my libido back after COVID and everything. Fuck, finally she's back. And then Brick goes in this tone of voice, like, oh, we're very different. Mm. Should we play that part? Wait, Is it next? Yeah, I think so. We, we've crossed paths multiple times. What's that yeah. mean? Is it in bed I mean, with someone? No. No, 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 no. no. How, 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 how am I? <laughs> no, she Abby's, actually... Abby's fun. Obviously she feels uncomfortable or she feels weird about the fact or like maybe embarrassed about the fact that like obviously they've set up the interview and they've gone, we'll ask Gravy for fuck Brit basically, right? Kyle said it, a producer said it, whatever, right? I understand the shit works. They've set it up. She does, and then and then someone's gone on live radio with you know so many people listening. Gone, no, no, no. Actually, um, someone on a different network, <laughs> who is your peer, who I'm already talking to her, and I, I actually I've mentioned someone by full name, right? Like, so you you feel uncomfortable, but my reaction would be self-deprecating, not to be attacking, even if it was someone that I fucking hated on national radio to add to a such shaming rhetoric. I would go. I would be like, if, if that was me, roles reverse, I interviewed Young Gravy, I'd be like, and he was like, I'm talking to Brit, right? I'd go, oh, my God, babe, honestly, fair. You know what? Fair. You know, she's, mm. wow, hot vibes from her. Like, mm. I'm like, yeah, podcast rate's better than mine. You know what? Slight. Like, self-deprecating shit is the way to go. Mm. And that makes it, why? Like, like, it's just, it's so, it's high school weird shit. And it's also, like, encouraging women to, like, like, like fucking pit themselves against each other. Like, yeah, well, she's a slut, so. Either well, pit themselves fun. or imagine threesomes, which I can tell from his tone when he says, or both, and he does this little snigger. Look at this. Gravy. Listen to this. No, 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 Kyle. No, Kyle. Listen to oh. this. Please. Yeah, I think, Brittany, I don't know. Do you know Abby? Yeah, I know Abby. I mean, we, we've crossed paths multiple times. What's that yeah. mean? Is it in bed I mean, with someone? No. No, 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 no. See, in bed? We've crossed paths. That's his, like, also imagination of, like... Having a threesome. Yeah, I think that's that was... No, dude, we just live in the same fucking suburb. Anyway. <laughs> Abby's fun. She got me on the radio in Australia for the first time because she slid up my DMs and then she... It turned into... It was her being drunk, slid up my DMs, and it turned into me on the radio. What did she send you? Any you know, nudes or anything like that? Or what have you seen of it? Not yet. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. <laughs> no borderline. Yeah, Britney's been—you've been knocked back again for Abby Chatfield. Yeah. No, no, sorry. So they've asked if I've sent news, which what a fucking weird. Well, Kyle's asked if I've sent news. Weird violation. You can hear Gravy's uncomfortable. Yeah, him like not yet. You know, borderline because I sent a photo of him in bikini in Fiji. 
Um, <laughs> sorry, I was taught. And yeah. I was wasted. And I was like, to, and I was I said, in a cowgirl hat. Being like, being like, Fiji's so fun. And he's like, what's it like? I'm like, fun and hot. Um, and he's trying to be like, I think, like, I have the same approach, I think, as he does. And I think young people do in media now where you just be honest. Like, you don't get cagey about shit. Yeah. You go, yeah, like, I mean, like, borderline, right? Yeah. But like, what have you seen of her? Mm, literally none of your business. It's Gravy's answer, thank fuck, was normal. But imagine if he was like, yeah, fucking saw that pussy and she was like fucking herself with a dildo, which would also be okay for me to do. But yeah. it's like, what do you want? You're trying to humiliate me by saying that I'm sexting someone that I'm actually not sexting him. I'm actually not mm. because I don't want a pen pal. I have enough of those. I have like, guys, how many people do I have to text international? Like every morning I go, oh, four hours of work sending them nudes. I go, I'm exhausted. So I'm just waiting to see gravy in real life. And then Brit's saying, are you sexting after that? Again, it's like if you don't have the backbone to call him out, that's fine. But just be quiet. Don't add to it. Don't add to it because now you're, now you're actually, it's completely inappropriate to ask someone, mm. are you sexting? What What if he said yes? Oh, mm. read us some sexts. Is that the next question? It would and be. Also, and also let's keep in mind that the power that these radio shows have, like, yes, it's Young Gravy, he's a person being interviewed, but a lot of people, it's actually, I'm actually mm. quite impressed with him not mm. buckling with this and going, oh, well, she's a slut or whatever, or like, oh, is she, is she a, I don't know what Americans say, like a hoe, I don't know. But, like, it's like he's just going, no, we're going on a date. He's being very resilient to it. But a lot of musicians and people that are on radio shows want to impress Kyle and Jackie O because they're, they're told they're the biggest Australian radio show, which they are. They're told this and they go, fuck, if I want to get my music played, if I want to yeah. um, be interviewed again, if I want to be liked by the network, I'm going to play along with this. Mm. Like the dynamics behind this are also so like Gravy is actually being so impressive with this, not being like, yeah, oh, cool, she's a slut, fuck that. Yeah. yeah. He's, just, he's actually just ignoring it. It's like they're waterboarding and he's just going, I'm just going to tell you what's actually happened. He hasn't lied. He hasn't exaggerated. He hasn't even exaggerated. He's yeah. gone, Borderline. And, like, it was a borderline. I was in a G-string and fucking tiny bikini top, so drunk as shit and Fiji going, woo. <laughs> like, and obviously it's flirty. We're going on a date. And I just think it's, I, yeah. Is it more? There's more to the There's more. There's more, yeah. Who do you want? Do you want Brittany or do you want Abby? Who do you we're, want? You're cho- you well, have to choose I, now. We're, look, we're very different. Well, I haven't, well, I haven't spoken with Brittany for, yeah, look, for very, very long yet. Brittany, you know? oh, take, just, take over. I'll sit back here, bro. You, See the very the very different thing. I mean, that's that's fine, but I do feel like it's loaded. I feel like if if the rest of this conversation was, oh my god, Abby's great, right? Mm. And if it was Abby's great, and then the fun comment was made in the same tone, and then it was like, oh, we're very different. We are very different. But see how when I say it, it's that way, and it's like, we are very different. Like how Lem and I are very different, and how my my best friend and I are very different. Mm. That's a positive. That's a different tone of voice. So we're very different. When you're asked who you like better, if I was interviewing. Uh, someone this and this happened, and Rowan said, "Who do you like better?" I'd be like, "I don't care which one he likes better." I'd be like, "Don't, don't try and make me fucking compete with another woman. I don't do that." Mm, exactly. You can like also, yeah. And also, people who are different, you can like two people who are different. Think about all your exes; mm. they're different. Like, it doesn't have to be well. We're very different, so you have to choose one, and and, we, and one is better than the other. That's the implication. Is that, is that she's trying to put out there that after the slut shaming and her and Carl slut shaming me saying, oh, very different. And then Carl also again going, who do you want then? Not yours to offer up, mate. Yeah. Not yours to offer up. Very objectifying with that. 
very objectifying. Mm. There is another um, bit as well. Yeah. Well, you're a real vibe, Young Gravy. Thanks for coming on. Right, and also, it's oh, a, and he said no to you. So. Oh, he said no to me. That's all right. Yeah. No, I, I didn't say no. I didn't say no. Oh, okay. oh I thought you were doing Chadfield instead. Yeah, whatever. Do them both. You, you can't do both. Well, no. I just, you don't, you, you I just had to say it. I had to just say it. Okay, well, we'll do it first then. <laughs> hey. <laughs> You can't <laughs> knock that back. You're first. If you're not first, you're last. That's, right. That's my motto. So Abby's last, you're first. Yeah, okay. There we go. Oh, Young yeah. Gravy, nice to see you, bro. So, okay, here's the thing. Saying you can't do both, I don't give a shit. I'm not dating Young Gravy. I'm going on a date with Young Gravy. And I'm also, I'm just, I'm not under the illusion that Young Gravy is only speaking to me. I'm also not under the, like, Young Gravy, come on. Like, um, I'm also not under the illusion that Young Gravy is a virgin and that he will only fuck me and not fuck anyone else beyond that. I also think it's interesting and it's a tell to the way she thinks about sex when she says, well, she implies that she would go on a date with him or, or whatever, root him, I guess they're talking about rooting in this, before me, thinking that, like, having sex with someone takes something away from someone. Yeah. Saying, well, if you're, not, if you're not first, you're last. She believes and she understands. And even if it's not conscious, that is a th- the way she's speaking about it is like, well, like, yeah, well, if I fuck you first, then Abby gets like, it's a sloppy seconds thing again. Are we in your 10? Yeah. Because um, if if I'm, for example, if I see someone and they're in town, like there's been someone that I slept with that I knew he fucked someone that I knew the next day. And I was like, oh, that's so annoying because he had to warm up with me. Because he yeah. was away touring. Yeah. And he came and he fucked me on the Friday and fucked someone that I knew on the Saturday. And I was like, he was exhausted on the Friday. I wish I got him after arrest, right? So, yeah. like, it's it's like to think that having sex with someone is going to take something away from them and that there's some sort of, like, negative outcome of sleeping with someone after someone else as though I'm going to taint him, as though I'm dirty. And if he sleeps with me first, then he loses some worth. And the implication is that calling back to the start of the conversation, because I've quote unquote slept with so many people, even though I've, I actually haven't, side note, I mean, the, the issue that I think people like Kyle and Brittany have with me is that I'm able to speak about sexuality in a way that isn't shameful and they think that that must equate to fucking around every single day and having sex every single day when actually it's just that I don't have the shame that they have and therefore they're projecting it onto me. Just because I, I speak about things so... I speak about sex easily and I've been doing this for a long time and I'm the sex girl, but it's like everyone is a sex person. Let's say asexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone is a sex person. It's just that they don't speak about these things and me speaking about it actually is empowering other people and being a positive thing, I think, from the reaction that I have. And the only people that have issues with this are people that are such shaming and that are scared of their own sexuality. And it's really fucking, it's really fucked that we're back in 2019. Aren't we over this? Like, aren't we over this such shaming thing? But apparently we're not. And I also think that at best, I think Brit is feeling uncomfortable and is nervous about being with Kyle and is going along with it and going along with which I think if you're going to host a radio show with him, it would be difficult but you do need to kind of consciously be aware of what you're saying. Um, and at worst, she's having this weird jealousy thing and trying to bring me down to try and make, in that moment, her embarrassment less. That's what I think the spectrum is. This whole radio seg is like bringing us way back to, you know, when I was, like 2019, like I worked, like honestly, I worked so hard to like try and call out the slut shaming and, and the double standards and the bullshit that was my edit. And like I honestly... 
not to be a wanker, but I think that I did a lot in terms of Australian. I think I did a lot in terms of Australian media and, and changing that because the next year I go got such a everyone lost her shit being like, yeah, oh my god, she's being such shamed. How could we? And I'm like, what the fuck? We the same new journalists writing articles last year about how I was evil. But saying this on a radio show is adding to the idea that it's okay to say people are worth less because they date a lot of people or because they um, sleep with a lot of people. And by Gravy's own um, like admission, we're going on a date. So I'm so I'm not supposed to date anyone. I'm not supposed to go on any dates with anyone. And I'm supposed to just sit in my house, not do anything for fear of people thinking that I'm a slut and therefore my worth going down every time. It isn't like 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 Super Mario points. Like I don't like lose. Like what the fuck? Like I'm having sex with people and I'm actually getting experience and I'm having fun with people and I'm learning how to do new things. And everyone that I fuck, like maybe I have a different view of sex, but obviously I do. Um, when I fuck someone new, I don't think that I lose any value. I think I add value because I learn something new about myself or about someone else, what I do and don't like. Even if it's a quote-unquote bad experience, like a bad route, I know what I do and don't like. And I also learn how to communicate things better. Like if I have bad sex, I know that I. it's kind of like a... Not a trial, but sort of like an opportunity to learn how to communicate what I want better. Everyone knew that I fuck for different things. They teach me different experiences that I can have and different conversations that I can have with my friends about it and analyze it. And that's just, it's just so fucked. And I think that you have responsibility when you're on that show to be more aware. I also DM'd Brit and I, and I asked her about it and she didn't even open messages and didn't reply. Everyone accuses me of coming for people blindly. And I've tried to do a better job of like not just fucking going really hectic, really mm. without giving someone a chance to explain. Because, like, I was thinking, you know, if she, even if she replies, I probably won't talk about it on the podcast because, it, it, I, you know, maybe she'll reply going, oh, my God, I, just, so, so, I felt so uncomfortable. I actually felt bad about that when I, when I went home. And, you know, you know what Kyle's like? He like Because Kyle is the main perpetrator of this, but yeah. she's gone along with it. Mm. And also I know Brit, so I messaged her. And I was like, hey, dude, like, what's up with this? It's really inappropriate. It's really such shamey. Um, I feel uncomfortable basically. Like, what's up with it? Like, it's really, it's really not good. It's inappropriate. And then you ask me, and I was like, not only did you go along with it, but you made, you made additional jokes. You didn't just laugh. You, you actually added to the jokes. Like, and I thought maybe she'd apply being like, I felt uncomfortable. You know, I, I'm, I'm still learning, you know, what my place is on this show. Mm. It's a very hard show to get into. I, it's my nightmare bit doing that. Like, yeah, I would imagine. It's yeah. a really hard job. It's a really hard job to go into Kyle and Jackie O. It's like being, if Andy's sick and you're doing with Hamish, what mm. the fuck? You'd be like, this is like, you know, ultimate fucking duos mm. and you've been, so it is hard, right? So I thought I'm going to give her enough of the doubt and be like, maybe she just felt and felt yuck about it afterwards. And because on radio as well, live radio, you do get carried away mm. and you kind of say yeah. things and you go, fuck, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't have said it. And I messaged her that four days ago and she hasn't replied. I just think it's important for us to be aware of these things because everyone gets mad at me for calling people out, me just filing my nails while I'm doing this. <laughs> You feel comfortable. Everyone says right. I'm looking for a fight all the time, but I just call people out because it's really fucked. Like it's like if no one calls these people out, like that were, I didn't even I didn't even that happened. That didn't even make fucking like I had to have my friend because she just heard the the little clip. Mm. And she was like, I was in the car and Gravy mentioned you. Oh my god, that's so cute. He was really nice about you. And also, he was being nice. If he was being an asshole, maybe you'd feel like, oh, I have to go along with him. He was trying so hard to be like, whoa. Yeah. Like yeah. It was, unco- it was an uncomfortable listen. Yeah. So that's that. But anyway, I'm going to go to Lizard Island now and <laughs> literally fuck for five days. <laughs> um, woo. 
I mean, who am I taking? None of you know. None of you will ever know. Um, and then I'm going to come home and then I'm going to go on a date with someone else and then I'm going to fuck half of Brisbane and then I'm going to go to Sydney and I'm going to go on five million more dates and then it'll be February and then Gravy will be here and then I'm going to take Gravy to dinner and then I'm probably going to, I mean, look, I mean, look, who knows, borderline. And then after that, I'll probably have another musician. So great. There we go. All the things that you wouldn't be able to do if you had kids. <laughs> and that's what else I'm thinking, Lem, full circle. Yeah. And also the Great Great Barrier Reef climate change, though, got to see it before she goes. All right. Bye. <laughs> love yous. <laughs> Listener.